so so you don't like uh shows a lot right like you, you're not a i'm not a big show guy no i don't yeah. I, I can't think of one we've gone out of our way to see uh that but you, i guess the fireworks at epcot what was that illuminations illuminations yeah that, one, yeah that one's really good but you haven't seen like phantasmic or anything like that i have not no oh interesting i don't know if it's worth like yeah, it's uh, <laughs> this. Anyway, this is hello WDW. Hello WDW. Your open source guide to tech in the Disney parks. Uh, everyone should try saying that as as fast as possible. See Send us works. a recording. Yes, of we'll you play it. Uh, we'll definitely play it. Um, I am your host Stefan Salvacruz, and with me, as always, a technologist and uh, fireworks es- expert. Um, <laughs> Brian Stacy. Um, <laughs> I actually worked for a summer as a pyrotechnic. Did you really? That's I awesome. When I was like 19 years old. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so doing like um, fireworks for like a, a local. Yeah, like uh, like fairs and stuff like that. That's cool. <laughs> That's super awesome. <laughs> And did you like? Did and, you like set up the fireworks, or did you? Yeah, you, yeah, that's crazy. yeah. It's uh, it's a lot of work. Yeah, you, it's like sixteen hours for the day before, and right. then you hope it doesn't rain. Right, or or, or fall <laughs> over as you said. Yeah, it. it's it's really it was a a much harder job than I wanted at nineteen. <laughs> that's forever. that's pretty. That's still pretty cool though. Um. But yeah, we're we're not uh, we're actually we're fireworks adjacent this week um, with the unveiling of um, the Jungle Book Alive with Magic and the upcoming yeah. um, Rivers of Light spectacular at the Animal Kingdom. We thought we'd go back and discuss the history of water shows or water-based um, shows at the Magic Kingdom. Um, and you know what? I now that I'm saying it, like, should we include um, Waterworld? Have you did you did you ever watch Waterworld at Universal? No. So I didn't even know. I, I didn't even know Universal had shows. <laughs> that's how disinterested in them I usually. I, am. <laughs> I don't even know how. Like, it must have closed at Orlando like a long time ago because I'm pretty sure it's still running in hollywood and i think i've only ever seen it in hollywood okay um but it's a really it's it's certainly better than the movie that's for sure it's about (laughs) it's about an hour shorter so it's like perfect length um and and it's a it's like a water stunt show it's like instead of you know oh that sounds cool actually it's really cool like so so imagine like a shamu water tank right okay um but then the background is like the junker atolls like the crazy steampunk like islands that they made up in the in the sh- in the movie um and it's like yeah, yeah they do like i'm looking there. at pictures it, it's really cool right <laughs> it actually looks pretty cool yeah definitely looks better than the movie yes yes um, not that that would, was a challenge right it's a low bar low bar uh for sure <laughs> but uh but yeah it's a really good show um there's not too much like advanced tech it's a it's a lot of standard show tech um but they do have that fabulous um um finale 
which is the um they they literally catapult a, a seaplane over the <laughs> over the stage and then crash it into the water in front of all the guests so it like splashes everywhere that's amazing it's really cool looking and i, I think it's i don't even think it's like wired or anything i think it's just like true <laughs> like, like they just throw they throw the it audience. at the audience yeah and then just make sure the aerodynamics make sure it falls down correctly well this seems like a solid idea yeah exactly but it's it is the best like closer to a show yeah um, and and they've been very like uh you know because it's hollywood they're they're typically they typically have like stunt actors who are part of like major tv shows so like you'll see the oh, cast okay. list and it's like oh this person was you know um you know was ll cool j's uh stunt <laughs> guy in ncis or whatever you know? oh that's really cool yeah so it, it's a lot of fun it's a it's a really good show um and and they oh that's so this is one interesting tech thing that they did was they actually retrofitted um sea dews you know uh jet skis right um so that they can go underwater so oh, so cool. so some of the stunts that they do they'll actually like dive the the jet ski underwater with the person on it and like kind of use it as like a mini submarine as it'll drive down uh you know the engine is protected so that it won't uh flood and then they can like splash it up like a dolphin Oh wow, that's um, neat. Yeah, so that's a really cool um trick that they're able to do where they can like, you know, uh dive down under one set piece and then come up on the other side. Yeah. Um and that was something that they never that wasn't a thing, you know, <laughs> before the stunt <laughs> show. No one no one was like, Oh yeah, let's make uh sea doos that can go underwater, like whatever. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> um so yeah. Uh, so, so that's an interesting show. Um, I don't think there's any other water shows that I can note in Universal. Um, so, so let's get down to the the nitty gritty, the good stuff. Um, so, <laughs> did you 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 watch the um, you watch the the Jungle Book um, pre show, right, or the uh, pre show? I did. I did. Yeah, so so I guess thoughts while we're you know uh, talking it about... it looked to confirm my uh, disinterest in shows. <laughs> <laughs> I guess is, right. a, is a good way of putting it. I didn't I didn't that see didn't... any reason to change my opinion. Sure, that does. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but you 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 still want to see Rivers of Light when we're when we're. Down I would there, like right? to see yeah. Rivers of Light. They make it sound so amazing, and I really want to see the the projection. Yeah, so so that's actually what's interesting is is pro- the projection stuff they've been doing since original Fantasmic, um, right? So that was I think ninety four in Disneyland, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, it's old. It's been there and, a long time. And and what's funny is because most of that tech, like the water show tech, has primarily come from Disneyland. Um, right. And that is because of their um, fireworks regulations in California, right? Right. Um, so uh, for those who don't know, Disneyland is very close to residential areas um, in Anaheim. So much so that uh, they're really not allowed, like from the urban 
legend or the urban myth that I've I've always heard is that they have to pay a fine every time they run a fireworks show, which is why they only run one fireworks show a night um, at the Disney parks, at Disneyland. Right. Um, I Yeah, so I, don't, I have no idea if that's true or not. <laughs> um, but... But yeah, that I mean that's really interesting if if that's the case. But um, but out of the necessity of needing nighttime shows that they can run over and over again, uh, they built shows inside their lagoons. So, um, uh, Fantasmic inside the Rivers of America, and Worlds of Color inside the um, Paradise Pier. Right. So. And and yeah, and those shows are really incredible for what for the way that they're designed, um, and the fact that you know it it's still a lot of show uh, for the fact that they can't like use pyrotechnics in the the way that they're you know that they typically do, right? Um, and and you're seeing that they're using a similar strategy with um, the Rivers of Light show, right? Because they can't be in, instead of the the county of anaheim the city of anaheim that they're dealing with they're dealing with the animals that live in uh yeah. the animal kingdom yeah I, I can't imagine they would respond well to a yeah a nightly fireworks show right that close to them right which is another thing so i heard another interesting thing same thing with the animals that the um they don't typically run many fireworks shows at the hollywood studios for similar reasons oh uh, because okay. it's close enough that uh it frightens the animals right like the enclosures are close enough that they they do spook them uh so that's also why they rewrote the star wars show that's currently running right now right um because that was like the most pyrotechnics they had done at the studios and they realized like this was because now they have like nighttime animals that was like not doable anymore Right, that um, just wasn't going to work for them. Right, so now the new show that they're showing off is going to be very projection based. Um, yeah, which is funny. It's like it's like <laughs> I think I heard on another podcast like Hollywood studios cannot catch a break. They're like <laughs> they do something cool and everyone's like, no, but the animals. <laughs> you know, you know, not not well, to say hopefully Star Wars World will will give them some yeah cool back. yeah until they find out that it's like too close to the like animal. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, they, and then like they can't play cantina songs like that. It's, yeah, uh, it vibrates at a frequency that the animals right, don't. Right, or there's like a specific stone that allows them to jump over, you know, a <laughs> bunch of hyenas to jump over into tattooing. Um, but yeah, so 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 it's interesting how like Disney responds to the limitations even in their own parks, right? Right. Um, and, and to me, I feel like that, that actually drives the most interesting shows that um, Disney has made. So like World of Color to me is probably the best, the best Disney show I've ever seen. Really? Um, yeah. Like I, I feel like that if, if we were able to get you to Disneyland, like that would be the one that makes you watch that would, shows. That would put me over. That would yeah. Be- that would sell them. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's so good. I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself. Like we should talk yeah. about Fantasmic. And a I, bit. I I I think that's what it is. I think the that necessity being the mother of invention, right? Really makes them at their most imaginative, right? Right. When they when they have to to do the show under the under those restrictions, right? 
and and it almost like it kind of makes me feel bad like i almost want to like say don't like maybe you shouldn't watch phantasmic because like (laughs) they they do a couple of things so i saw phantasmic first at disneyland and then um i I, like it there was some weird curse where like every time i tried to go see phantasmic uh it would be downpour so i i (laughs) literally did not see it until like 20 2012 like the last time we went to disney world okay um and and i watched it like me and darla watched it and we're like oh this is like this is like ripoff territory <laughs> like it's so identical and what's like useful about phantasmic in disneyland is its use of what is at that park okay. so like they use the finale they use the liberty bell or the the Mark Twain. I, I can't I can never remember which one's actually where. <laughs> but right. they use the they use the riverboat, right? Because it's there. Okay. Um so they, they use the riverboat and it, it looks great, you know, everyone kind of sails through and you kind of get the sense that it's like, right, the show is on Tom Sawyer Island, like literally. <laughs> um and it's kind of built around the place. So it, okay. it kind of looks great. And then you go to MGM and they've literally like like thrown it onto the back <laughs> lot you know like behind tower of terror and we're like right okay let's just recreate it to just what we need you know so it's a little better but it's not it's not like pushing the the like fantasia vibe okay. that it's, it's intending to right. um and because it's not like directly inside the park like it is in disneyland it's like in its enclosed stadium it like loses the sheen of it it's like it's like, oh, here's this weird show I'm watching. <laughs> and then the finale, the finale is like this makeshift boat that comes around. It has like no uh, look to it. And it's like, ah, uh, you, ah, uh, like just coming from Disneyland. And this, this is where everyone's like, all the WDW nerds are like, get him off the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. Um. It, it's it's a weird show to me um but it it did introduce the like that fan projection system right um, that they're now using everywhere um, okay so this is even before they had hd hd anything right so so basically they they had um the like spires of water that they can shoot up right. and they just had towers of lights that they shot into the lights um, okay. So it's cool because it gave the light like a multi kind of like a like a firecracker popsicle look. So okay. that like it's like the bottom is white, the middle's blue, the top's red or whatever. Um, but they're effectively like shining it into the crowd so that they can like <laughs> get the light to work correctly, you know. Um, so they did that and then they had the projections, which are the same thing. So it's like a rear projector where they'll create a fan of water. The, the the water is spraying at such a velocity that it creates like like a fan in front of the uh viewer and then they project forward onto it right uh, okay. so it's like a screen um and and it, when phantasmic first came out that was like really cool looking right like it had like such a um a natural look to it um where they were just kind of like showing images that would reflect what is being seen and it kind of like 
expanded the view of what you're looking at. So like you would see Sorcerer Mickey in front of you and then he would get projected onto the screen and it was as if he like got transformed into that, okay. that view. Um, and there's not too much tech involved with that. Um, in, in your research, did you see anything interesting about the way that Phantasmic was set up? No, it's, it's really pretty simple. It's, yeah. it's really just projecting a movie onto the water instead of onto a, right. a screen, just like you would in a, in a movie theater. Right. Yeah, and and of course, like I, I I think what's interesting about the shows, uh, especially, is that they kind of take the brute force approach of running a show, um, meaning like it, there's no fancy algorithms for running the show. It's really just like we're we're running as many servers as possible to make sure that there's no latency in in you know show events, right? Right. So like each each programmable thing has effectively its own computer to make sure that it's making every process as fast as possible at the moment that we want it triggered right um so if you if you ever go like to the back of the house of any show um you'll see you know servers upon servers um (laughs) just lining walls everywhere uh and that's all just to make sure that the the show is running correctly right um so yeah, I I don't know if there'd ever be like do you think there'd be like some sort of way to that that would change? I I would guess not, right? I don't think so. I, I not Yeah, not that would make it financially worthwhile. Yeah. Too. It's like cuz cuz you could get faster computers that run independently or like run the whole thing on one system, but there's also like the ability to like the dependency on each system allows all the other systems to stay active right so like yeah. like if one system goes down uh you're not you're not losing everything right yeah it's, you don't lose the whole show you right. only lose whatever was controlled by that that one piece of the system right right so so in that way it's almost beneficial to just say like you know what everything gets its own server and then we just deal with it yeah. the way it is um uh, so yeah so that so that's phantasmic um they also had the 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 boat system that they use where they kind of like have a stage and the stage is raised uh literally on a boat like on on this floatable thing and um sometimes you can tell you can see the grates on the bottom where the um where the driver is where he can see through <laughs> um so so there's an ability for them to like have a uh, positioning where they're going, but it, it kind of works like the um, Main Street Electrical Parade. Like you know, you, there's someone inside, and they kind of have a sense of where everything is at all times. Right. Um, and so that that uh, is another piece of technology that they use, you know, up into the Rivers of Light. Um, which uh, did you watch that preview? Yes. Okay. So so that was another thing that was weird because they didn't like they didn't like uh put any like covering on them for the media previews. Yeah. So like when the lights shone, you could like see right through. <laughs> it was weird. It was like disconcerting. Um, yes. Yeah, especially when you're used to such a a fine level of uh, yeah. of tweaking, of finish, yeah. polish. And that I, I think that like kind of 
pertains to like what what's been weird about this this whole show um the 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 jungle the jungle book one in particular right. um you know there's there's a mix of reasons that i've heard about why they're doing it but mostly it's that um they're changing rivers of light because of the like bad uh not reviews but i don't know what the right word is the bad uh um testing right like it it didn't test well as they would say in the movie industry um <laughs> i think just like anything else it's uh the imagineers can draw it they can simulate it but until you actually you know look at it in the real world yeah there's always going to be something that just didn't turn out quite the way you expected it to right Right, and and we see that in in like game development with right with our other stuff. Like sure, sometimes it's absolutely. just impossible <laughs> to tell, you know. <laughs> yeah, we and we may play test it internally dozens of times and think it's awesome, right? And then you let the public at it once, and right. it changes your whole opinion of it, right? And that uh, yeah, I I guess movies have a similar problem, but I guess the the barrier for acceptance is lower or maybe it's just more trodden ground maybe that's it like you know like film has been around for for decades where game design hasn't been like a professional right you know hobby until recently yeah and at the scale that these shows are operating at right right there aren't many of them yeah (laughs) yeah and that's the thing like you're, you're trying to drive like a thing that will effectively be around forever, you know, like they might right. change it a little bit, but they're not going to change it that like if wishes and phantasmic are any indication, they do not want to change it if they do not have to <laughs> like wishes, wishes is like 2006, right? It's like 10 years now. Yeah. It's, it. Uh, I love that show. It feels so <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's, let's, let's finish off the rest of the, the tech. So, um, so you have that, and then the next big iteration is World of Color, right? Um, again, from the Disneyland parks. And um, here, they're taking the small, like, fountain things that they did in Fantasmic and then turning it up to, like, $10 billion. Um, So, like, uh, have you ever seen, like, the, the fountain show at the Bellagio? Yes, absolutely. So, so imagine that, but, like, put 100 more like pipes everywhere around the thing. <laughs> so they they do like super crazy um matrices of like light events where they actually have LED like spotlights up on each cannon, on each water cannon. Right. Um so that they're able to like uh dynamically change the light for each geyser. Um, so you you don't get that effect like you do in Phantasmic where you can change one geyser to be multicolored, um, but it's it's almost like they you know the the technically the design of the place is almost like your TV. So each light is a pixel, and they're able or each geyser is a pixel, and they're able to like specifically tell each pixel to be a certain color at a certain time. Right. Um, so, so in that way, it's way more dynamic because you can like, you can literally make a rainbow move left and right by just turning on and off, um, right. You know, light signals from each one. Right. Um, or in any in any other uh, directional movement. Right. Like, uh, I'm sure they make them. They can make it look like it's it's dancing. Mm-hmm. 
or where the lights become a character in the show. Right. Right. And that, and that's, what's amazing about world of color. Um, and I'm hoping that they do similarly for rivers of light is that right They're They're using such like interesting techniques to kind of make the water look like it's dancing. Um, and, and really when you, when it comes down to it, it's really just a design of, of different light, uh, an array of geysers being activated in different ways. Um, right. and, and if you take a look at like the different geysers that they have, there's really only like two, two types of geysers in worlds of color. You have your standard geyser, um, and that geyser can do a bunch of different things. It can shoot up into the air. It can also do triggers where like you shoot it up into the air, um, close off the valve and then shoot it again. Okay. So as as the first shot is coming down, the second shot meets it in the center and actually right. like splashes on it. So it creates like a plane of crashed water in the middle of the air. Okay. Uh, so that's that's like a really cool move that they do. Um, and then the other type is uh, an actual geyser that's on a um, on a rotating not not rotating but like on a uh, ball axis. Mm-hmm. that can rotate its, its angle of spray. Okay. And so you can now, instead of just shooting straight up, you can kind of wave it side to side. You can bring it forward back. Like it's on a it's on a ball, so it can move uh, dynamically um, throughout that sphere. Right. It creates uh, like, a, like a fan effect. Yep. And, uh, and it's actually really cool. They, um, there's a video that I'll put in the show notes where they actually... Like they have one of those geysers in a kiddie pool and <laughs> they just like, they're running it on their iPad. They're just oh, like, that's awesome. yeah, they have an iPad and they're like, oh, we can do this thing where we can fan out the geyser or we can make it flat. Um, and, and it's pretty, it's, it's not that it's advanced, but again, it's kind of like the brute force way of saying, you know, instead of, um, instead of making complicated apparatuses, it's like we just have two apertures, right? We have our geyser aperture and our fan aperture. And right. then you just decide what to activate. Um, and and I keep saying brute force, but in, sometimes like that is the better way to do something. Like, I, you know, I don't want to cast aspersions on <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, some, sometimes it is just better to just be like, well, hit it with a hammer and that that's the way to do it. Right, especially when you're when you're trying to do a show at that scale right right um so so uh, you know world of color from a technical perspective kind of looks like like a hammer like just literally throw out as much stuff on the water as possible and then we'll just <laughs> let it work you know um yeah but it works underneath, so well. i'm sure like any other lighting show mm -hmm. there's a a lot of uh coordination yes. and technology that goes into making those yes Absolutely. Keeping all of that in sequence. Right. And running along with the, the music and running along with the projections. Right. And... Right. It's not, I guess, like the level of difficulty is not in its like uh, algorithm, but rather in its execution. Right. So you're, right. you're doing a lot of different things and making sure a lot of different uh, systems are working together in the same time. Right. Um, so... So yeah, so they mixed the fan technology from Fantasmic, added the water technology 
from world of color and put it all together and then throughout the years they've also been adding like projection there was some small projection on the using the the rides in paradise pier so like the they'll they'll mess with the lights back there okay like fun wheel and with the um with the uh roller coaster california Mm -hmm. screaming uh but lately with the with the 60th anniversary they've been throwing on like projection mapping onto the ferris wheel so oh, the ferris wheel, okay yeah so it has like the mickey face and they're able to like actually project onto it um like different images and stuff like that oh very cool so so yeah and and it feels like this is the culmination with rivers of light where you know they're they're going even beyond the original fan technique that they were using with their geyser and instead like like firing fire hoses off right like that's the best <laughs> way to describe it right um, so so they're literally like shooting off fire hoses and letting like gravity take just a, a mist of water down so that they can project onto it right um and yeah and so they're doing that and then they have the geysers on the f- the those flowers right like that they're yes. they're yep. sending out so, and and so what's cool about that is those flowers are movable like they're not just stationary they can kind of they have movement um which I, i'm not sure how they're moving i don't know if they're like kind of drone based or if there's like someone driving that um so yeah that that might have been something that would have been worth noting <laughs> yeah. i would imagine now they're Nowadays, they're probably drone based, right? It's if it's that small, right? In the, yeah. In the programming of right. its, its movement, right? Like I think if if a human is on board, then they would still want a human to manage the boat, the vehicle, right? Um, but anything that doesn't have a person on it, you know, why? Right. Um, and it seems like, um, just to get back into the like, the gossipy part of of the show uh it seems like there there wasn't anything technically wrong with rivers of light it's just they wanted to try and rework it for what they thought uh you know park goers wanted right um so we'll see how that that plays out um (laughs) and yeah and and again not not too much fancy tech um they're they're not ones to you know they're they're doing they're doing a lot of different things and kind of like taking it to the next level but they're not um they're not expanding in a in a direction that's overly ambitious or anything like that um so yeah so we'll see how that that plays <laughs> yeah it's really a, a combination of the technologies that they've used before yeah yeah and and this is one of the first times that i can remember that they're using like live singers and like musicians for for this stuff right yeah that's true it's usually it's usually pre-recorded yeah and like for shows like this as as much as i love those harmonies that they do like there's that standard like super tight harmony that disney loves right that's like there's no room for error with those <laughs> harmonies i i always feel like when it's pre-recorded it it's like they must have manipulated that like that's not a real thing like i need someone's face in front of me like sets of people in front of me to be like, oh, okay, they did it. They, that's fine. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah. So like, like when you watch Voices of Liberty, right? 
they're doing the same harmony style. Um, <laughs> yes. And it, it's so much more impressive when you see them and you're like, oh, wow, they're, they I, are that absolutely. good. Absolutely. When you see that it's real, it's yeah. not. They didn't add that in the studio. Right, exactly. So um, so I, I do appreciate that for the Rivers of Light. Um, and and at least with the Jungle Book, you know, like I, I, it feels like the Jungle Book might not be like, big enough for one show you know what i mean like yeah. for a 30 minute show like i w- i would have added more animal based shows into it you know right um you know zootopia just broke the 1 billion mark yeah right, this week so like or last week rather um so yeah was that uh, i don't know i want to i want to say was that too fantastical but yeah, and I they're, guess that, they're adding Avatar into the, the yeah, park. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess those are with, with Zootopia also. Yeah. It's, I, I guess it, that's the other hard thing about Animal Kingdom in general, right? Like, like Zootopia is a cartoon, right? So you don't see as much, or like Finding Nemo, or I guess yeah, there is a Bugs a, Life. But. I think they have a uh, an identity crisis there, where they yeah. they almost try to restrict the the cartoony portion yeah, yep. of the animals. I mean, they've got the Bugs Life show, but Which that's I, really the only like cartoony right, piece right. outside of the kids' area. Right. And I, I love that show, but it is horrifying. <laughs> Especially like <laughs> Under the Tree, which is like the best place. To, it's like it's like Spaceship Earth, right? Like you go yeah. to the... It, it's one of the few times where like the center, the icon of the park is an attraction in itself yeah um which is amazing that show is great yeah yeah that show is the show and it makes you feel like the ants are crawling on you little kids screaming oh it's it's terrific the the (laughs) oh my god i i think i've gone twice where they had to stop the show for to like let children out of (laughs) because they're just not prepared for it like it is terrifying like it is one of the scarier shows um in the parks. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so so that I think that'll wrap us up for for this episode. Uh, send us your thoughts on the Jungle Book, River and Rivers of Light uh, at our email, uh, hello WDW podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also say hey to us. Send us a question on uh, Tumblr, hello wdw.tumblr.com. Uh, we're stored on soundcloud so you can comment to to us directly at the moment that you want to say something Uh, (laughs) like like being in the conversation like right there um and that's don't be afraid yeah exactly uh that's soundcloud.com slash hello wdw um so come say hi to us at all those locations we're on twitter of course at hello wdw um i'm at salva cruz and i'm at malthos and and it's time to to get wet i don't know that's bad <laughs> nope that's not <laughs> um yeah it, yeah have have hey, go, fun go watch some fountains go watch fountains oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
<laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Absolutely. Bye.